We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the dim. It go down. It go down in the dim. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello and welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots. Carl Donnelly here. Hi, mate. <laughs> Cheers. Um, and Julian Dean. Over here. Hi, um, are you all right? I'm very well. Good. Um, quick bit of admin before we get our guest Francis Foster on. We've got a live show this Sunday. The Vault Festival. Foster, yeah, what, second? Second of, of Feb, Feb 2020, mate. A few tickets left. Come down if you want to join us for a some small funny chat. handful left. There is, yeah, and it's uh, we're gonna we'll buy some nice snacks. I mean, John Hastings is the guest. He's gonna come along and join us for some fun, and that's it, really, isn't it? Oh, we still you can still vote in. What's the name of that thing we're nominated in? <laughs> Shit, I forgot what it's called. <laughs> Check out um, my Insta. Julian it's on Dean the, we, we put it on the group, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go on the Two Vegan Idiots Facebook group, uh, we got nominated for vegan health and living food. Yeah, oh, fuck man, how bad are we that we don't know what podcast, we got nominated on? The best. Vegan Funny things because we're too cool, mate. We don't need awards, exactly. Yeah, but we would like an award. We ain't going to turn up and collect it. <laughs> nah, we're going to boycott that shit, man. <laughs> um, yes. Oh, here it is. Vegan Food and Living Readers Award 2020. Go on their website and you can vote for us in the podcast. Uh, if you want category. some Pozu shoes, we're going to put a link on Facebook. Oh, yeah, because they gave us some, and now we're going to give you. If you want to get a discount and stuff, they are incredible. They're well I'm not just saying that. They're well comfy. <clears throat> They're way better than my Converse. I can yeah, say that, can't converse. I? Yeah, man, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> fuck Fucking <converse>. murderers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've just lost the Posey sponsorship. <laughs> um, right, enjoy this podcast with uh, guest Francis Foster. Cheers. Peace. Two Vegan Idiots! Hey. What's up? What's up? Welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots. Carl Donnelly here. Me, Julian Dean. How and are you? Uh, it's me, Francis Foster. I um, didn't even realise we were starting. I'm going to be honest with you, started. but there we go. Uh, I just live, thought, we'd, let's just get, we don't, we don't really have a formal introduction. Raw, mate. We just start, and then we just, just get relax. into it and let the magic happen. I'm You're dressed. like a creepy therapist, Julian. Just relax. I would say, I'd probably just broaden it out to a creepy man. <laughs> <laughs> just a straight up creep. <laughs> you don't need to add other things. Yeah. Slapping listening. <laughs> Um, so welcome on. First time we've had uh, a former school friend of mine. It, well, it was, yeah. Well, school, I mean, we, we didn't really, we didn't hang it out and we sort oh, of... Right, I would, I would, thank you, you've just said friend. <laughs> no, you've just like, well, no, but school, you say school. You didn't friend. like each other. Yeah. Well, what was that? Is no, this, no, this awkward? Because when I say school friend, school friend, everyone you went to school with sort of, an old, you refer to as an old school friend. But actually at school, we definitely had different Hated groups. Hated each other. <laughs> yeah. No, we didn't have, didn't hate each other. There was yeah. no animosity at all, actually. You just but, needed his dinner money just, when you I needed remember you no, did you know take I mean? the piss out of we my just, sky blue puffer jacket did when I? we went to Stratford upon Avon. Is that Avon. the same one you got on? Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. It's quite nice. I don't yeah, yeah. A bit that. tight now. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's twenty years, twenty five years too late. But I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, I like a grudge. No, no, it was fine. It's fine. Um, but, but yeah, we just—it was that thing. We just we mixed with different circles, but they intersected now and again. Yeah, they did. And uh, all was nice. It's lovely, isn't it, school? But we hadn't. Yeah, we bumped into each other sort of irregularly around Christmas yeah. time often, isn't it? Do you remember in the Weatherspoons? Old, in Weatherspoons <laughs> in Wimbledon and yeah. up in Wimbledon Village, Christmas Eve used to be really fun. It was, and wasn't it? Everyone went and grew up. I know. I do Sad find times, myself man. actually every Christmas Eve getting a little bit nostalgic. Yeah. The brewery tap. I mean, this is only. Do oh. you, you used to go in there and then it's now it's now a coffee shop, of course. It is. It's sad when the brewery tap shut down. Yeah. Because did you ever did you ever attempt the Wimbledon Eight, the drinking? Challenge? Do you know Do you know who founded that? Oliver Reed. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was yeah, Ollie yeah, Reed. Yeah, yeah. No, no so, I didn't. So I didn't. we attempted it twice. Once at the age of eighteen, and once at the age of thirty-five. Maybe 34. Yeah. And, um, but the 
first time, it was I just we couldn't do it. We what did manage. you have to do? Basically, it's eight pubs in Wimbledon Village. You had two hours. So you had and to work do- at each of them. <laughs> two hours to rob them. Two <laughs> shifting. <laughs> you had two hours to smash the shit out of all eight yeah. and then not get arrested. Burn <laughs> eight of them down um, to the ground. Two hours to have a pint in each. So you've got two hours to drink eight pints. It's doable, isn't it? It's doable, but they're, they're quite far apart. So yeah, some of them okay. you've got to run across women in common to get to. Fuck. So actually, it's fucking hard. And the first time we tried it, we just didn't have the... We were too young fresh faced yeah went back went back, and a few of the pubs shut so basically at the age of 34 a few of us went oh, there's only six pubs now we could easily do that which pub shut it was a tap that brewery shut? tap and the king of denmark oh, of course you know i used to work in the king of denmark really? yeah yeah this is actually a true story and uh there were we went to a school called wimbledon college and um there was uh a, i remember we walked into um I think it was a King of Denmark once. Great pub. Yeah, it was. And uh, there was uh, one of the PE staff was there. Mm. And he actually told us, get lost. The student's pub is next door. The Swan. Yeah. The Swan is for the students. King of Denmark was um, me and, who was it? Me and Richard Mills' favourite pub. It was grimy. We used to go play darts there. We once played a game of darts with a really aggressive gypsy. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Taught us us gypsy rules darts. Taught us what a dart feels like in that eye. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. Righty-ho. That's excruciating pain right there. Um, anyway, it was lovely to meet Julian's dad again. Yeah. He's a good guy, man. Uh, but yeah, Gypsy Rules Darts, it's fun. Anyway. So what is Gypsy Rules Darts? Basically, you just throw them and run. <laughs> <laughs> you throw them at a passing taxi. I don't know, I don't know how loud that comment is. They're, they're a minority group, Julian. Uh, but I just said that about any minority group, not just, yeah, not just, just you lot. Chill just out. Equal opportunities, <laughs> insults. Yeah. Or majority group. Um, but uh, yeah, it's if you if you bust when you're going for your double, yeah. if you've got darts left, you go for the hole in the eight. And if you oh. get the hole in the eight, you still win it. Oh, wow. It's really the actual, fun. the number eight. The hole in the number eight, oh, yeah. On the on, edge. Top or bottom? Um, either hole. Actually, oh. it's easier to go for the any hole inside hole because the one on the left's got the wire running My through favorite it. favourite one. <laughs> So yeah, that was that was that was my main memory of the King of Denmark. Yeah. Also, I once remember we got um, some of us got jumped outside Weatherspoons uh, by some kids who were in the year below us at sixth form. I think uh, they were the ones that beat me up as oh, really? well. Yeah. So next weekend, basically what happened, we'd had an altercation with them in the pub. Yeah. And then uh, at the end of the night, everyone was leaving and they waited for our numbers to diminish. Yeah. Me, uh, uh, my Daniel and Richard uh, Lebby, to give his full name, we, yeah. got, we got jumped outside. And actually, to be, to be fair, Daniel ironed most of them out. And then the next week... Go on, Daniel. When <laughs> word got round... No, it wasn't Lebby, actually, because word got round... Uh, from our, we told everyone else we got jumped by that lot that we had an argument with yeah. earlier in the night, and we found out which pub they were in the next week, and a load of us and avoided it. <laughs> yeah, and we called up, <laughs> and, we called up and told them they need to look at their clientele <laughs> and have a word. We brought, we brought our parents down. Um, no, well, one of my mates showed up with a baseball bat, and they all shit themselves and apologised. So yeah, that was actually the place. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's... that is a, a true South London anecdote, isn't it? <laughs> I didn't bring the baseball bat. I don't endorse that. But also, at the time, I really endorsed it. Yeah. <laughs> it was really cool. Yeah. That's so cool. They man. shit themselves. We went. Yeah. In, we went into the pub, and basically, word had got round. We'd showed up, and once someone had a baseball bat. Uh, they hid the main guy under some coats, and then we, just made, we made him come out. It's still a, a coat. Yeah. Rumor, rumor has it. And they apologised, and we let him off. Yeah, done. No you, blood needed to be spilt. Now, having been a teacher, I look back on. So we were in the same A level English class together, right? Okay, and how politically incorrect were our teachers? Oh my god, Mister. Well, Mister Potter. And, yeah. and Mister. Mister Potter was an amazing teacher. Yeah, he was. Um, Not Mr. if you wanted good grades. No, but if you just want to have a bit of a laugh for a couple of hours a week. <laughs> Chat about his wife. Uh, Mr. Lomas was the other one we had, didn't it? Lomas was hilarious. I always remember Lomas referred to uh, Collier's Wood. Yeah. That's, what is it? Lavoie de Collier or something. <laughs> Fucking hell. I wonder what, what he's he up mean? to. I think it means uh, Collier's Wood in French oh. or something along those lines. I remember I remember that I've, there was two particular incidents I remember one with Lomas so do you remember Chris Manzuri I do remember Chris Manzuri notable for his massive ears <laughs> his nickname was Ears yeah. that's so rude isn't it yeah. kids are fucking horrible man yeah they are I mean he was bless him a bit of a knob back then I'm sure he he's loved I always liked him me and oh, him were mates like, you know, we sort of 
we had another little side group. Yeah, that's we basically made... we, we used to go and do pills and listen to <laughs> drum and bass. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very naughty, uh, late nineties, early two thousands oh, activity. It was. I, I don't think kids are really uh, appreciating that time of you know innocence. Yeah, you know, it's doing sort of, pills. Well, no, it was post the boom of ecstasy. Yeah, and it's before it all got a bit too what mainstream, and everyone now every fucker's on too, MDMA. Yeah, every every twenty-year-old now is on MDMA all yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. So this was a time when actually it was still quite alternative, and you'd go to weird little dodgy clubs down underneath yeah. places in Brixton, and you'd fucking do some a couple pills. of mitzies, mate. But dance a night away it was great but I remember Potter right so he was there and so there was this girl called her name this is her real name was Andrea Hooker right do you remember I do remember Andrea right and she had her on Facebook (laughs) (laughs) right now That's not a joke either. That is genuinely what he's going to do. But anyway, so. Cast out a few nets every night, I reckon. (laughs) Add about 20 different random women. (laughs) See what what catches you have in the morning. Cast that wide. (laughs) The deadliest catch. See what the DMs are saying when I rise. (laughs) Not really. I don't do that. (laughs) But anyway, so she used to turn up every lesson and never having done her homework or essays. And one day, Mr. Potter, it was sort of this old school. Very, very large gentleman and very posh. Just said to her, you know, Andrea, darling, you, you come in here. They called her darling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, mate, this was 99. It was a 90s, mate. Yeah, oh, right, get okay. with the programme. He goes, Andrea, darling, you never do any work. You know, you, you, you come in, you sit down. I mean, you look pretty. And, <laughs> <laughs> but you don't end in any work. You don't say anything. I mean, what's the point you in you being... pretty. <laughs> what's the know. point in you being here That's I mean why line. don't you just fuck off and become a hairdresser oh, and, brutal and this girl put her hand up and he went which salon does she work in <laughs> and went so you can't say that that's sexist yeah. and he went that's a good point Andrea darling why don't you fuck off and become a welder <laughs> <laughs> oh the 90s <laughs> yes great days mate can't do that anymore but um, he was very funny Potter though yeah he, he was, was good. he was a good teacher he was an author as well what um, Francis taught my daughter, actually. Oh, really? Yes. I did. It's the yeah. circle of life. It yeah. is. It's, it's the reason she failed. Yeah. told her to <laughs> fuck off the way. I heard him saying, you look really pretty. <laughs> she now wants to be a hairdresser. <laughs> she now needs <laughs> counselling. Um, She's welding my car at the moment. <laughs> um And so, yeah, so you went into teaching, mate. Yeah, I did. You took that road. That yeah. route. Yeah, that's that's. The what do you teach English? I took I taught drama. Drama. I didn't. Uh, I wasn't academic enough to do a it was, proper. It was teaching degree. maths though at sort of prime, uh, primary school. Wasn't and then the last six years of my career was just teaching maths and English at primary. Yes. So last year, year six. That is. Um, that's yeah. That's when it starts becoming real teaching. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That, I'm not to not to take the piss out of any teachers listening but them early years easy are... with a glitter though <laughs> <laughs> but, but early years of primary teaching is like sort of just be- like babysitting mate I'm going to interrupt you it is fucking hard of oh, course cool. it's re- really hard like babysitting's hard enough with one kid babysitting a group of kids I just saw a group I've been on school trips with my kids it's brutal man mate, yeah. it is. nothing high is vis. everyone's in high vis we didn't just have to wear high vis yeah, yeah. they should just let us just walk no... across the street <laughs> Didn't give a shit, mate. mate no Take you to the swimming pool. Always it? lose a couple yeah. of these trips. Yeah. I don't remember head counts at the end of swimming. It's yeah. <laughs> like, be too floating face down in the pool. <laughs> Teacher running there because they were peed. Oh, I, can't, I can't say pedos in another podcast, sorry. What do you mean? I just keep saying it. On every podcast. Yeah. Well, aren't you? There was... There was <laughs> make it your thing. It's your catchphrase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You could do it at the end of your set at a comedy club. Right, you want God. some more pedo bass band? Do you want some more pedo bass banter? Follow Julian at. Da, da, da. Did you ever see uh, this American comedian who, at the end of his punchlines, would go hamburger? Have you ever seen him? I have. Yeah. He was this weird. He's a, he's a black guy in a cowboy hat. So he'd do a joke, yeah, b- 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 observation, that. and then yeah, he'd just go hamburger like that. <laughs> just do that with pedos. <laughs> so he wanted a joke, so then go pedo foul. <laughs> Totally unrelated joke. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you'll become cult if nothing else. Oh, yeah. Definitely, <laughs> See man. that pedophile guy? Yeah, <laughs> 12 disciples. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. All of them looking dodgy. But d- we did actually have a pedo teacher, didn't we? Well, uh, yeah. Every, every class had one. We did. We <laughs> yeah. had... Um, I mean... That'd be every teacher in the I world. I actually but... don't know the legality of it, because I think he... 
I mean, it's, it's such a horrible story. Yeah, he, it's not ready for a comedy he's podcast. He's no longer alive. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he... he Took his own, he, own life. He did, yeah. But I think before a, any uh, Francis actual finds that hilarious. court case why. could take place. So, you know, it's that thing of, yeah, let's I, just... Yeah, what can we, what do you want to say? What's um, his full name? Sort of? <laughs> I, I know. I'm I don't just waiting for first Julian to say something horrific. Well, so what a, did he, he um, Apparently it was like, exact, I don't or, think it was, what was I, oh, alleged. God, I was about to, I was. I think it was a bit rubby yeah. rather than like, you know, I think he, basically there used to be a bit of a rumour around the school that he loved putting oh. uh, sun cream on kids' thighs in, and getting in a little December. bit. December. Yeah. <laughs> Indoors. <laughs> In his, in his office. Just get on with it, algebra, sir. Um, no, but yeah, I think he was, that was the that was the rumours that went around and there was a few allegations and then it's some historical ones because he used to teach at um, Bishop Thomas Grant as well. Did you teach at BTG? I think so. That's yeah. what I heard and I think there was some historical allegations that came up as well and that's Is it. Is that man. why you become a teacher, Francis? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. No, he did tuck my shirt in. Yeah. How many times did you get in trouble? How many times did I get in I... He once suspended me. Um, what, what did he suspend you He suspended you for? me over an argument on St. Patrick's Day. About what? He, I, I, he told me to take my St. Patrick's Day badge off and I refused. Why did he ask you to take, why did he ask you to take in your St. Patrick's In his words, it wasn't school uniform. And then I explained to him that it doesn't matter if it's school uniform, you're allowed to wear commemorative badges. He said, no, you're not. And then I said, uh, our poppy's school uniform. And then he suspended me for three days. <laughs> so, you know, I won the moral argument and the logical argument, actually. But and he's, he's dead now, so W for yeah, you. And yeah, I, And I wore a St. Patrick's Day badge that day. <laughs> the day of the funeral, mate. Yeah. He took the L on that, I'd say. <laughs> God, <laughs> but um, yeah, that was that was yeah. I remember him. He did not take kindly to me pointing out the logical flaw in his arguments. Well, but I, on the plus side, he never touched my dick, so <laughs> <laughs> I put him off me by just being being such a little rudy. Yeah, well, maybe he just didn't like him. We could argue. And what were your school days like, Julian? All right, mate. Yeah, <laughs> absolute car crash. Right, mate. How many schools did you attend in total? Um, what secondary schools? About four. Four. Um, <clears throat> Three secondary schools and a naughty boys school, a support unit. For my go, fifth, for that my was your fifth year one. Year eleven, yeah. That was your fifth one. Yeah. I like the the story you told about. Wasn't it that your mate or somebody was like his Easy. mum was a teacher? And Easy she taught, tiger. And she taught you, and then you called up, and she got so angry about the fact that she that he knew you. What, oh, I was in his house. Yeah. I became <laughs> friends with her son years later. And yeah. I was in his house and she realized that I'm there. She was like, I want, she said, I basically had to leave. Um, when we all went somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much I, my teachers hated oh, me. Shit, man. Even when I was a reformed adult. Who were the naughtiest kids at our school? Do you remember any of them? I don't really, I've got a really bad memory of, of school life. Like, Do you? You know, I don't have like that story you told about, you know, uh, Mr. Potter saying that yeah. I ha- I literally have none of those stories because really? yeah, I've just got a terrible memory for my youth. I think I must have had something horrible happen and I've blocked it all out. Yeah, but yeah, I just I've, I'm re- in terms of actual specifics. I remember moments, but I don't remember like actual quotes or anything. Well, I think well, I joined when it was a sixth form. So when oh, I- so you weren't in the oh really no 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 where so did you where did you been before that? I went to a school in, in a place called Red Hill near Croydon. Yes, right, which was you know. It was, uh, so <laughs> and uh, and then I joined. But a lot of the dickheads, they kind of left by that point. I think they had actually, because yeah, because most you know sixth form is for people that actually yeah. either want to do some bit, bit more learning or That's can't. I did. I went back. Can't to think of anything else John to do. John Ryan sixth yeah. form. Yeah, I taught at John Ryan a few days. Did you? Yeah. And then got asked to leave. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> that <was> by me. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I don't remember. The sixth one was pretty chilled. And also, yeah, just everyone, I think everyone was more grown up, weren't they? Yeah. So I think it's, yeah, it used to be there was some naughty business going on. Wimbledon College was rough. Well, this is the thing. I don't remember it being rough at all. But then that's because I didn't originally, I wasn't originally going to go there. I went to BTG. Fuck, And yeah. BTG was so rough. Yeah. That actually, to my parents' credit, it's the only good real bit of like educational news they ever had. Like... They sort of they never really paid any attention to my education, but they saw how much shit BTG was causing me that they took me out and got me into Wimbledon College, which is actually it was right. It could be rough Wimbledon College, but I think as an, a place of education, I think it was very good. I think yeah, they taught you well. And how come your brothers moved to Nottingham? Um, because he just hated London. I think he was well. He did that. He never went to college or anything. He was like much. He was even less academic than I was. 
and uh, you know he just got shit jobs after shit job. And then I think he was always looking for an escape from London. I think he was, wasn't really happy with his mates, and they were all dragging him down. He's like literally would smoke weed all the time and do nothing. And then uh, you can I, do that in Nottingham. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he thought oh, I should do this in a, in a different area, <laughs> man. Change the scenery. Yeah. <laughs> but um, he met somebody from uh, his now long term partner, and oh. they moved to Nottingham and had some kids. And is he happy there? Yeah, he definitely, he, he, he never comes back to London. Like, I mean, really? He visits London once every four years. He just oh. he does, doesn't like it. It's just, I don't know. It's another, Did he go to college? Is he older or younger, your brother? Older, seven years older. I don't think I ever met your older brother. No one really did. My, my mate Niall was convinced he doesn't exist because he never <laughs> met him. But then I've got mates who have met him. Is that Niall, what was his name? Dylan. Niall Dylan. I remember Niall Dylan. How is he? What's he's he doing? very well. He is, is he a teacher? He's a no, teacher. No, he's not a teacher. He's an engineer. Oh, Niall Dylan. See, I remember Niall because yeah. Mr. Potter again roasted him. Oh, man, because he used to have a... Did, uh, he, Niall, for, and listeners, obviously this sounds like we're just having a catch-up, but he, not everyone would have had a Niall Does, in their yeah. class. He's one, of yeah. my, he's one of my best mates in the world now yeah. to this day but he had a pathological fear of reading out loud do you know some it's a shyness in it and i, I hate, think everyone's got that on the spectrum of that i hated yeah. it yeah. but i also could manage it yeah but like he you know he would go to pieces whenever he'd have to read in class he would fucking just go man yeah. it's like an open spot he walks on stage opens his mouth and realizes how hard stand-up is that yeah, sort of yeah. like panic in the voice and, uh, and yeah, so he used to get roasted by the teachers for not being as a, so rude. Teachers, <laughs> teachers were rough back in the, them days, man. Safe, he's like, you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank oh, you. Yeah, let me carry that till the day I die. <laughs> yeah. And it ruin everyone's life around me. There must be, in what, what is it, as a, somebody who's taught, Yeah. Um, what are the, there must be much stricter guidelines now on how you can talk to kids. Oh, absolutely. In fact, it's gone too far the other way. Oh, here we go. Yeah, it's gone too <laughs> Let's far. Let's get into it, mate. Yeah, it's gone, we're too Soft on them. Fucking PC gone. It's PC gone. Sometimes they need a slap. Yeah, sometimes they do. What? So like, what? Like, there's a really interesting book called Selfie, which talks about the sort of uh, the modern age of how people are raising their kids and not and never actually being critical and only ever giving them affirmation and how risky that is for their development. Definitely. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. So the, the problem is, is that we've now got an education system which doesn't encourage children to uh, critique to analyze to debate what we've got is an education system which serves to create data yeah so reading data writing grammar so essentially all you're teaching kids is to how to pass tests yeah and, uh, ingest something then regurgitate ingest and regurgitate but I, they don't aren't able to inquire as to why it, yeah. Ask yeah, different yeah, yeah. Questions. yeah well that's also um, i just um, read another book i read a book this week called uh, the shallows and it's by a guy, I can't remember what his name is. It's really good. It was written in like 2011. Yeah. Okay, like it was like, it got nominated for the Pulitzer Prize. Yeah. And it's about how the internet is destroying our ability to critically think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's destroying my ability to not wank. <laughs> I mean, have you actually tried to have a wank without the internet? It's fucking hard. It's, it's great, not hard at actually. all. It's, good. it's way better. The health is it? Yeah, health. No, it's bollocks. Yeah, mate. Man, you um, should ease up on that. Man. Are, you, are you all right? It's everything it's, right. It's, so, yeah, it's absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, it's the imagination. I, I have. I did it. I did it once when I went abstinence for like about four weeks. And um, again, you've gone back to creepy therapist. <laughs> have I? Yeah. Four, four weeks, but four weeks. Was it, was it my husky time? Four weeks yeah. is a long time. It's to a not... long time, and I'm exaggerating. Cause it was three. Yeah. <laughs> what did you make? Days, <laughs> minutes. That no, was three full weeks, yeah, and then um, I ended up doing it without porn. Without even and it touching was... it. <laughs> <laughs> looked at virtually. It. Yeah, um, it was like um, it was a wholesome one, man. It was like. <laughs> It's beautiful. It's how it should be done. <laughs> did you did you put some scented candles oh, around? It was just like to prepare me yourself? and me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just fell in love with myself again. Yeah, you know, but it like is the like, old days. Yeah, I definitely think you know shouldn't, people shouldn't be knocking them out twice a day, man. Nah, fucking, I'll, it I might cut down soul. to twice. <laughs> <laughs> but this book is about how the internet, even just looking, like intaking your news and information through screens. Uh, is ruining people's ability to critically think because 
it, it, the way the actual websites are set up, it encourages very short, shallow bursts yeah. of reading. What your yeah. brain should be doing already. And well, yeah, you're meant to, you like, it talks outside. about how it used to be if you read an article or a book, you'd sit for hours and just yeah. read one thing. Yeah. Yeah. But the internet encourages jumping around, hitting a link to the next thing. Yeah. And actually what's happening is people now, things like hand-eye coordination are better than they used to be, mm. which like is like very base, which sort of quick, yeah. in- instinctual yeah. learning. But actual proper learning where you're sitting there and thinking about one very specific topic for a long time isn't happening anymore. And that's not just with kids, it's with adults as well. So it's saying about the internet is basically destroying our ability to think properly. So there's pros and cons to it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, there are pros. It does talk about the pros are. Yeah, what are there they? is about well, that, like the quick... That you can, when do you need that, what apart you can from do, wanking? Do, no, what, you, what, what modern people can do much better than uh, in the old days is we can take in loads of little bits of information at once. So, you know what I mean? You could say... I quickly need to brush up on 10 topics. And in an hour, you could just go, right, bang, 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 yeah, do that. Yeah. Our brains are now more wired towards that because of the internet. That, Whereas, that might be a good thing, but you can't deep. No, you, but actually... Or one thing yeah, deep. Actually, if you want to really get into it on one of them, you're yeah. not going to be as good as somebody who just spent that hour. hard as well. That's what, I think I genuinely... I, I, it sounds fucking I just get bored, old-fashioned. I've got seven tabs open but you got That's why you've got, to, you've got to force yourself out of it. It's actually... It's like a muscle, isn't it? Yeah. And it's yeah. like reading. Just I'll start reading. So start palpitations. Start reading books every night before bed. I get did, into bed. I did buy Crime and Punishment the other day, but I've not... Start, yeah, start, I started it. I was like, this is incredible. Just the first few pages and then still on my shelf. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to... You, you porn's it's open. Like to, it's like going to the gym. You've got to fight through them early days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I fell out of reading for... A good two, three years. And I used to be, I used to read loads. And I, only in the last sort of two years have I got back into it. And now I'm good at it again. I'm actually sort of knocking them out. Yeah, I need to um, get That's on That's an unfortunate phrase, considering yeah, what we were talking <laughs> I read, about. I read a lot in my 20s after, because I didn't do anything at school. And yeah, I, yeah. I didn't learn anything. I think I heard about... Hitler overheard something about the world. <laughs> Who's that fucking geezer, man? Overheard a couple of things once, and then he um, does come up now and again during yeah, his school days, yeah. doesn't he? And then still uh, comes up now and again. I yeah. just, I just every was so hungry three weeks for is a new documentary. In my like twenties, I just just read all yeah, the books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, all of them. I completed them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, been, there's been some new just ones. Wait, has there? Yeah, yeah great. You should start again. The new series yeah. is out. But you know what? Some like on my podcast, we interviewed. Do you remember Dr. Linda Papadopoulos? The name that. sounds familiar. Yeah, so she was. She well, she is a, a clinical psychologist, and she was the one who was on Big Brother's Big Mouth. Right. Oh, I know who yeah, you yeah, mean. Yeah. Right. And she actually said that millennials' memory is now worse yes. than uh, old age pensioners. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the reason is, is because I can't remember the exact uh, times, but you need about something like a few minutes to create a memory. Yes. But because you're always looking on your phone and getting distracted, you're never in the moment long enough to be able to create a memory. Totally. Therefore, the memory never becomes solidified into your brain. Therefore, it doesn't exist. What were we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That'll be the drugs. You should read this book. It's called The Shallows. Who's it by? uh, I can't remember. Nicholas Carr, maybe. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it talks about that thing of Is memory. it coming out on Insta stories <laughs> anytime <laughs> soon? <laughs> Can you just give it a like, sort of 40-word yeah. rundown? The abridged version. Yeah. But, yeah, that whole thing of memories, it talks about how, yeah, it just it sort of it moves from one, you know, your, your hippocampus, yeah. whatever, your part of the brain, and, yeah, you need to actually focus on something for it to, be, to go it, in there. And it just becomes a shallow memory, which then, you know, yeah. evaporates or disintegrates over time. So that's it. So, yeah, so that's probably, like, the education system probably is, it's a sort of double-edged sword. It's, yeah. it's probably reacting to that with kids, but also because the people that are writing it are the same sorts of people that have their brains are yeah. now wired differently. It's all it's sort of like a self fulfilling prophecy. Well, I think the problem is as well is that you're teaching kids who are just used to instant stimulation. Yeah. So that when you put a book in front of them, they're like, "What the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? You know? Why are we doing this? <clears throat> What's the point?" And they don't really see value in just picking up a book and just reading. No. And like, that's why, like, towards the end, like, when I was a primary school teacher, like, 20 minutes at the end of the day, I'd just go, right, we're going to get a book and you're going to read. Yeah. Um, and you would go on. Yeah. <laughs> I've got, so I've got gonna, a gig. <laughs> so it's going to be outside <laughs> smoking. runs <laughs> out. <laughs> I'm on a double yellow. <laughs> um, <laughs> Obviously, that's a joke. I can't drive, but... Um, <laughs> But yeah, because no, I, think a great, I think that should be more encouraged at school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's, now I read to my my daughter's come 
uh, home and read. Well, my six-year-old reads to me every most nights. She reads yeah, you a bedtime story. Yeah, because <laughs> I can't she's, read. Yeah, teaching Julian um, how to not, do it. I mean, I don't live <laughs> no with her, but I go down. I pick her up from school every day, and we go home and do a little oh. reading stuff. She likes it. How is Ren? She all right? She's good, man. Yeah, she's good. How's Verity? Um, she's good, actually. Yeah, she's school now. She's off this week. Um, sorry, listeners, for boring. <laughs> <laughs> School yeah, days bad. catch up, <laughs> chat about the kids. Like, well, should we, should we just talk about something so in the Friends room? Reunited. Um, <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah, do you remember Friends Reunited? I mean, that was the start of all this. I would say that, that was the ground zero of social media, wasn't it? It was. Fa- you, it's like started what now Facebook is basically looking at people that you grew up with. Yeah. But essentially, all Friends Reunited was at its very basis. Just a was, list, just a register. Well, it? no, no. Well, yes, but it was also a way of just getting back with that hot girl that you used to fancy at school and just like, I wonder what Kirsten's up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see if <laughs> I can... Name? Tap into that. Was that a Kirsten? Was that a Trying to work out if there was a Kirsten. No, there wasn't. Who was the hottest girl in your school that you, at the time? Who who was it? I can't remember, you know. Again, this goes back to... Not to to objectify women, by the way. I went to a (laughs) Talking from a 12-year-old perspective. I went to a friend's wedding recently. Again, we were all drinking the night before the wedding. Everyone's talking about, oh, do you remember so-and-so? And And saying all these names of, like, girls. Like, in my head, I was like, fuck, man, did I I just miss half the school time or something? (laughs) I just don't remember hardly anyone. Uh, who was there? There was. Uh, I used to really fancy Paula Fitzgerald. Oh, I remember Paula. I was good mates with Paula. Yeah. She was lovely. Yeah, she was great. I remember. My, I really fancied her. It's Cole's wife. Fucking back off, mate. <laughs> Easy, Tiger. I saw her. She came to a few gigs of mine. Like, yeah, did I, she? I, but then I hadn't seen her. This was like, I'm talking up to about probably eight, not ten years ago or yeah. something, last time I saw her. She probably married she with She was lovely. Now. Yeah, she's great. And uh, anyway, I was really, you know, like when you're 17, right? You can't physically talk to women. Yeah, so I was yeah, 17. Yeah. I was a dad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Three kids. <laughs> with Paula. <laughs> I was in her DMs on Friends Reunited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's about that pussy old Francis. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember my mate, like, I went to, my mate was like, you know, yeah, you should go and talk to her, go and talk to her, stop being an idiot, you need to go and talk to her. I was like, all right, all oh, right, yeah. fuck that. Yeah, so I went to step out, and you know what the prick did? He tripped me up. Yeah. And I just fell oh, flat like like my this face guy, in man. front of him. <laughs> Where's this guy? I want to add him. Um, Anthony Hoskins. Oh, yeah. Anthony! I'm what's, follow you. Let's not. Talk, I mean, let's not. I'll, I'll ask you afterwards how Anthony's doing. Yeah. I always had a soft spot for him. Yeah, lovely. Let's point. Do some questions. We'll just kind of get a couple of questions from the group. Yeah. We can cherry pick some. This is quite an interesting. One. I presume this is because Tim knows about your podcast. But um, who is more woke out of the three of us? Me. Oh. I'm, go- I'm going to predict it's me. Yeah. I'm a wanker, mate. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hippie crystal wearing swag. <laughs> I mean, you know, Julian's an alt-right vegan. I mean, that is a I mean, very... Yeah, I mean, it's a miracle he's not famous. <laughs> <laughs> that is a recipe for success. What's, what's yeah. alt-right, exactly? Yeah, alt-right. I it means you, you've got questionable attitudes, oh. and uh, which you do. do Untasteful, I? distasteful jokes, which you have. Okay, I'll and accept that part. Yeah, and then you're vegan. You're basically the same as Hitler. But I don't think. See the concept. Perfect. I don't. I'm. I my. I don't like. I think the word woke is so misused. Mm. I know. thought it meant enlightened in wake, awakened, but the the term woke come from. A well, it certain... came from Black Lives Matter. Oh, didn't did it? it? The actual okay. concept was stay woke, and it was ah. basically people like don't let this, don't let that sort of wave of news and sort of the cause die mm. off, and mm. then it got basically. It got hijacked. A, it got a do- like yeah. It got hijacked by people using it to criticise other people that f- were so talking like about a- their own causes. Mm. So they said, "Well, you're just woke." And actually, it's kind of rude. It was like it was that was a, it was about a very specific topic, and now it's just been yeah, just hijacked and sort of ruined by people misusing it. Well, I think that's the problem with a lot of these terms. Just is they, claim it always, back, man. Yeah, they always relate to something specific, and then over time, they didn't. They just get misappropriated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And before you know it, it's kind of lost its original meaning. <laughs> it's, all, it's almost the like extreme version of cultural appropriation. Yeah. <laughs> it was about Black Lives Matter and loads yeah. of white blokes nicked it <laughs> to use about other like, like little white kids yeah. talking about progressive causes. Uh, anyway, enough about my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Trigonometry. Anyway, yeah. Trigonometry. Um, you can see who's who's been on it of late. Who are the most uh, recent people that have been on who it? We had, we've had. Um, I'm trying to think. We did a, a live show with Andrew Doyle. That was very fun. Oh, yeah, cool. We're uh, writer of uh, Tiny McGrath. Yes. Who else have we had? Lord Adonis, Matthew Paris, um, uh, loads of people. I can't even remember them Douglas now. Douglas Murray. Douglas Murray. 
He's very problematic. He's yeah, very... what's he? He's one I... <laughs> I. Do you know what? I, he actually, As you adjust your collar. <laughs> yeah. I actually I, I unfollowed him on social media Did because you? I just found him. I know it sounds horrible, but, you know, I follow loads of people that I don't politically yeah, agree, agree with. with yeah. uh, he's good in debates, though, isn't he? But yes. I just found his tone. And, you know, he's, I just found, I, I, I don't know, it sounds horrible. But I started getting a whiff of insincerity about some of the things he would talk. It's almost yeah. like he felt like he had to jump on every single bandwagon. topic and bandwagon. Yeah. I was like, I've just, I, I got a whiff of bullshit off yeah. him. So I stopped following him. His book actually is very, very good. Uh, the Madness of Crowds. Oh, someone is, was yeah. telling me about that. Yeah, the other which day. is an examination of um, sort of, you know, intersectional you know politics all the rest of it yeah. and his analysis of it and people you know very critical but even the guardian said there was a lot of stuff in it you go okay this is interesting because the thing people forget about douglas is is that he's a gay man yeah so when he's talking about lgbtq he's not that doing... one unfollowed him yeah yeah sick of those <laughs> I ain't having that bro <laughs> found that out i was like yeah. unfollowed oh, man threw your phone across the room <laughs> not for me thank you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in your lane. <laughs> but it is a good book. It is very, very fun. And it is very interesting. But so we get a lot of people, and we try and get people, and we try and balance it with left and right. right. You know, we've had Peter Tatchell on. So he's oh, well, yeah. oh, old Pete. Old. How's yeah. he? Yeah, he's all right. Oh, he set up, he set up the, uh, the uh, what's it called? Pride. The Pride movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, did he? It's fascinating how like he's sort of, you know, he's a perfect example of the clash of, uh, generations of yeah. people on the left. Yeah, you know I mean, he is sort of your classic. He was somebody who was so hated by conservatives yeah. twenty five years ago, and you know now there's there's factions on the left who sort of think he's some sort of right wing yeah madman. You're like this is in, yeah that shows crazy isn't yeah. it yeah well it's just it's just that this how yeah how quickly things now move like faster than ever before you know it's and it's of, also like you can take a little snippet that somebody says. To remove all the context from it. Oh, totally. And then say, oh, this person needs to be cancelled, oh, they're mate. problematic. And I, it's just, come on. I reckon somebody with editing skills could knock up a version of snippets from this podcast that would get they wouldn't even put in prison. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't even need to edit much. <laughs> just cut me out of it. <laughs> you end up in prison. <laughs> I'm in Belmarsh. <laughs> with yeah, with Ross Kemp. Look, yeah, well, look at you go, welcome back, mate. Come on in. Here's yourself. It's already yeah, a writing yeah, for you. Still, yeah, we haven't changed that. You've still got your pictures on the wall. <laughs> yeah. um, Same cell number. Yeah. Um, but, Did you see, sorry, it's just reminding me of it, in terms of that sort of, you know, is that the, the clash of... You know, groups online and stuff. But yeah. did, uh, <laughs> now and again, somebody does do something that unites everyone. Yeah. Did you see Ari Shafir's um, tweet about Kobe Bryant? Oh no, what God. did he yeah. say? Well, basically, yeah. and this is I, I like Ari. I'm friendly with him, and he's come on here and Friends like he's the great. He's, he's really fun. In per- yeah. like, but he does this thing every time a celebrity dies, or not every time. But every time it's like there's it's quite regularly when a big celebrity dies, he does a really horrendous tweet about them, saying "fuck." I'm glad that that fucker's dead. <laughs> Fuck's sake. And he does it. He's, it's a regular thing he does. It's part yeah, of his yeah, thing. Yeah. It's for his followers. Everyone gets it. It's his yeah. joke that he does. Yeah. It's him trying Ooh. to sound as abhorrent as possible yeah, in, yeah, yeah. in the worst moment possible. Yeah. Um, and there's it, something like freeing about that though totally isn't it? Taking it to but this the is the thing extreme. this is what I will say in uh, Ferrari that I've always respected I would have retweeted it in terms of like you know there's a lot of people that think they're edgy comedians but they're only edgy Thanks. in the sense of they upset one sort of group. yeah 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 actually they're still playing to their crowd he's right? fucking everyone but this is it Ari has always had this thing where he will he, he will fucking upset his own fans remember the amazing racist he used to do yeah 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 oh, he's, like he's literally like he does not give a shit he'll upset his own fans he doesn't there's no one he will not offend. Yeah. And this tweet went like viral. He, Mate, he, was get, he got lit- so many death threats. He had to lock his account. People were literally saying, right, they were sending I don't even know what he said. But, uh, um, I mean, I'm not going to read it out because like, you know, I'm sure he's locked his account and he's taken it off Instagram and Oh, stuff. so he did take it off? Uh, he has now taken it off. It was, oh. there, it was there for a good four days. And I mean, people were sending him like they were in I in a bet. city that he was gigging in next week. They sent him like the screenshot of like the date. I didn't like, I'm going to be there. I'm going to kill you. Follow basket um, basketball. Wasn't it? No, but, um, I, I knew who he was and stuff. Yeah, he was one of the people. That he so died big. with his daughter. I got a 13 year old daughter as well. Yeah. I was like, oh fuck. Well, that's it. I think Ari did make a slight. Not apology, but he said, look, when I did that joke, it's a joke I do about everyone. I've done ones about loads of celebrities. Fair play. My fans you know, know that it's a joke that I do. It's a I format got I do. millions of hate. Mate, it was carnage. Like, yeah. I, I, it, just watching it unfold was like... You should tour on the back of it. 
I mean, <laughs> I he must have got a load more followers because of that. Nah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, was, he upset enough people that, that it was. But he was like getting there were some losses, man. Really? Yeah. Oh, like I think he released a, a statement on Instagram saying, "Look, at the time the when I did the tweet, note. I literally just heard he died." I heard it was a helicopter crash. Fuck. I didn't know there was anyone else on board. Uh, you know, he just, he goes, I did this joke that I always do. I'm sorry. That he must I have got know. a lot of heat to retract. Like yeah. That as well. I think he, yeah, he, I mean, it was, it was mad. I think probably stuff. his manager called him up and goes, Ari, this could be potentially career, not maybe not career ending, <laughs> but certainly career limiting. Oh man. You need to. But it was that thing. I know it sounds horrible because I, you know, I've, it's horrendous and somebody yeah. dying, especially with their daughter as well. Yeah. But when I, I saw the tweet before it, you know, just, just before it all kicked off yeah. and I laughed because I was like, that is so wrong at this time. There were yeah. some crazy that memes was, That is the around. point that was like, that's it. I've seen him do it enough times that I thought, but it's interesting. It's what he does. It's funny because of it's funny because of how brutal it is. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a comedy. The worse in. it is, the, the more. Yeah. But but it's interesting because on that note, did you hear, so the Washington Post, one of the journalists of the Washington Post, I can't remember the lady's name, she wrote an article, um, I think it was literally the next day after Kobe Bryant died, talking about how he was a problematic right. uh, person yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to be a hero figure because of the... After ro- he died? Yeah, yeah, after he died. because Leave the, it a little while, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, but if you're writing an obituary, yeah. you can't leave out the bad shit. Yeah, that's not... Because there was a rape allegation, wasn't there? Oh, and was then, there? So there was a rape allegation, which then... Settled out of court. Settled out of court, and then he... I swear I settle all mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... No, it's just easier. <laughs> You've got it, more settlements in the Roman just, Empire, man. It's just much easier. Yeah, it's I mean? just Julian handing out fivers outside <laughs> Lamb of Crown Court. No, it's all I've got, mate. I'm really sorry. £7.80. Look, take it. <laughs> but, um, and then he released a statement about it saying, look, um, at the time I thought it was consensual. I now understand from her perspective it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, and I, I, I can only apologise for that. And then they settled and they gave her, a, a, and he, there was obviously a settlement, all the rest of it. And she said, you know, essentially we need to be very careful about turning these types of people into hero figures and then using that as a kind of explanation. And as a result of that, I think her career got cancelled. But there's no I mean, one it's perfect, like, it's probably though. just initially, the initial thing won't yeah. be cancelled. I mean, that's a heavy um, thing that he did, but like like turning people in hero, hero-worshipping people, no one's perfect, are they? No, but I mean, I mean I even suppose, me. I, suppose, I mean, <laughs> sorry, guys. Like, I, I suppose, I, this is the thing. This is why I think... You know, I can see why. People I mean, a, ra- a rape is a is a. I heavy see one. why people are upset with her if they're mm-hmm. you know if he's their their hero. I suppose it, yeah. we we can't fully understand it because we're yeah. in the UK and basketball is not really a thing. We don't really yeah. have that connection to him, but um, I do think where's the line? Where's the it? line uh, that you stop? You know where you you let the misdemeanors of the yeah. past go in the aftermath in obituaries. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if is it a one off? Allegation is it? What what doesn't get mentioned? What does? I think it's, if you're going to say you should shouldn't say it in the aftermath, you need to what then about start his drawing family? up lines. I mean, he's gone now. What about his family? His other but, kids? But there was a really good article in the Times by um, by a journalist called Matthew Said that said it is the duty of the journalist to be objective about the matter. And if you're yes. reporting on someone's death and you're discussing about somebody who has who has passed on, you need to be objective about it, and that means referencing both the good yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're not and they're not mm. good because human beings are complicated but then and also, we're not just yeah i suppose it and this is i had a chat about somebody we were chatting on here about reviewers in edinburgh and how last year was the tipping point where you saw that they can write as objective a review as they want and they can be as harsh as they want about somebody but we've hit a point of uh, modern and in, in the digital age where those comedians have more followers than that reviewer. Yeah. So their followers, it's not up to the, the person, the comedian hasn't done it, but their followers will go, this is fucking shit. You're an, and basically they will attack the person. That happened to that. This um, happened to what's loads. What's her name? I um, can't wait till my career hits that stage. That'd be brilliant. But like yeah. basically, you know, and that, your followers will be saying, no, I it to- was worse <laughs> than that. I totally agree that, you know, uh, journalists should be objective. Called, yeah. But yeah. also we live in an age now where they're going to put, if they're putting it online, they're going to get the 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 backfire aren't they yeah. absolutely and i think there's a problem as well it was that a lot of media always had an agenda like for example you know you had you know for example somebody like the mail had their agenda and on the other end you had the guardian and the, we know the guardian critic where it doesn't matter how good a certain comedian is thank you man. <laughs> they're always going to leave a somewhat negative review oh, I didn't get because that. they don't agree with their politics or whatever mm-hmm. whatever it may be yeah 
But yeah, no, but I don't. Yeah, I don't think there's a. It's, it's possible. I don't think there's I've any got five stars. But there's no <laughs> such thing as an objective review. Yeah, that's because true. Because well. a reviewer true. has to also bring part of themselves into as you know they they've got to review. Yeah, because they're not a computer, are they? Exactly. Yeah. So like, I think actually, I don't mind that. I don't mind a bit of subjectivity in a review. But I do think we just hit a point now, and this is the same thing with journalists writing stuff like that. They just got to know. And it's hard, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm saying they've got to know now. They've got to step back. Well, now. no, they've got either got to commit to it and say, I'm going to write this and I know I'm going to get some absolute yeah. shit. That woman who wrote that thing about Kobe Bryant, yeah. she wrote that in the, the day after. She must have known. She yeah. lost her job, did she? Well, as far as I know, look, what I saw was that she's now currently not, so in terms cancelled, essentially, I think they've just asked her to step back for a bit at the Washington Post. <laughs> Can you just make a few cups of tea for a month? <laughs> Got a helicopter home. Yeah, just oh, let them. Oh, oh, there we go. Oh, there he is. Here we are. Oh, we're there. We're, we're, we're back on track. Yeah. Sorry, uh, what did we? How did we get into that? I was talking about. I'm saying, all came from who's the more woke out of the three. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, I end up defending Ari's tweet. <laughs> no, guys, I'm With the, the most crystal woke. around your neck. <laughs> <laughs> you should say what he fucking wants. At least your mate. chakras are open. That's the main yeah. thing. I'm defending his right to make that joke, yeah. uh, even if Which I, I wouldn't say it. And I also, I think it's, it's horrible. good that he's got a platform where he can. You can say anything you absolutely want, and that's the consequence. The consequence is what are he still, got. Yeah. But so a lot of people, a lot of people, see, a lot of comics, and he's not one of these. I think he's a lot of comics seem to get annoyed that there are consequences. Though that's what I always find. That's weird. the point in you, it, though. You put a horrendous. They've joke got freedom of speech as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The people, re- yeah, the people receiving it. Yeah, 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 totally. I think it's fine when people criticise and say, you know, this is bullshit. Whatever that is, absolutely their right. That's what I bullshit. disagree with is when people go, "Oh, let's cancel them." Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. go, "Come on." Yeah. But, no, but I don't think I think they should again they, they can do that I think it's up to the people that like you know say it's a journalist who said who writes something that uh, normally it's a small number of people get upset about and it just gets well, advertisers by a can, lot. Can, can pull yeah. out of the Washington yeah. Post yeah. And, and that's how that can happen well that's, that's the problem but that, that's that's down on and, you know the advertisers need to stop being so fucking stupid yeah. and the, the editors not not stop being need to stop being so quick to just go no to not realise that we live in a 24 hour news cycle shit just comes and goes yeah. Yeah, goes you know if you just ride out the storm in a week, people have forgotten it. You know what I mean? But they, they're so quick to panic mm. because, you know, it's they have the power ultimately. The people just tweeting loads of shit. They're going to have forgotten about it. Just if everyone just goes, right, yes, they did something silly, you know, or you upset something with it. And we, we, we're fine with that. But, you know, let's just all, let's just all have a little sit down and a cup of tea. Or just do like Trump does and just double down. Well, I mean, yeah, but that's his thing, isn't it? He's just that sort of... I don't think he does it consciously. I think that's just his personality. Yeah. Yeah, he's been doing that since before he was president. He's yeah. always just... He says what he says and then just... I think he just... He doesn't He doesn't have a reverse, you know, no, he does doesn't. he? He's just a fucking idiot who just goes forward with his, his you know, sort of views without ever any reflection. No, he just, he just carries you know, I don't think he's ever had a sit down and think, oh, actually, I wonder if I, I said the wrong thing. I follow him on Insta. Some of his Instas are quite funny, though. I laughed, almost liked him. Oh, shit, what doing? What doing? He's on Instagram. Yeah, he's Trump. on Instagram. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, there was this snowplow and something with Trump written on it, like, as if he's clearing the country. It was just, it was just <laughs> so, like, he's the president of the country. Did you see the f- footage of the, that border wall? That, you know, they're building ch- chunks of the wall to Mexico. I didn't They built this it. massive one and the wind blew it over. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. There were times with Trump where I'm just like, are you actually joking? Like, did you see? He is, he's trolling, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, because I saw him do this, um, this was a couple of years ago, I saw him do this press conference where he was talking about the wall and we're going to build this big, beautiful wall. <laughs> beautiful wall. Beautiful wall. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's got a bit of fucking yeah. like barbed wire on top. It's not beautiful, it's mate. Beautiful it's beautiful wall. Yeah. It's horrible wall. And this it's Mexican bad. journalist asked him a question and then he just pointed at them and went, the wall's going to get 10 foot taller. It's funny though, isn't it, man? He's just like, this is a ridiculous person. I'll write Pete Kobe and your beautiful daughter. No. Thanks, mate. Um, as a fellow Francis, this is from Frank. Yeah. My middle name's Francis. Do you prefer Frank, but Fran, Franny or Francis? I hated my middle name. Oh, fuck it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's genuinely diabolical. I like it now. Because the reason why is because uh, 
so my mum came from over this country from South America, and she was worried about right. Like my dad was worried about race means leave if they call. Yeah, if, I mean she voted Brexit. She don't give a fuck, mate. She wants the rest of them to go. <laughs> but um, but she was worried about like my dad was worried about sort of like race and whatever else. So that's why I was called Francis, which yeah. is even worse. At least with Francisco, he's <laughs> oh, was that going to be your original male. name, yeah. Francisco? Yeah. Francisco. That's cool. That's, that's but, right. but, but France is such a shit name. It Thank is. you, man. It's my middle name. Yeah. Man. You want to <laughs> chill out, bruv? <laughs> Julian's rubbish as well. Ju- I mean, Carl's oh, come good. on. It's a good name. No, it's I not. Don't, I never liked my What's, name. Is Cole short for anything? Like, no. some, I know it's not for you. Sometimes, is it? Carlito. That's Carlito. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm from Carlito. Carlito. <laughs> that's, we can't be doing that accent. No, Although you can. I can. And yeah. I find that deeply racist <laughs> and offensive. I'm going to report you. <laughs> Um, Frank also said, "Would we ever go back to having emails from fans?" As he likes, yeah, that uh, was a good idea. I saw anon- that. he liked the anonymous fan emails. Actually, we could that's do a good that. idea because then yeah. they can share their problems, like deep yeah. you know, personal problems, and I can solve them. I mean, within have, about ten we, seconds, we've got an email address we set up. We never really use um, it. I think we have. I think it's yeah. two vegan idiots at gmail.com But we we'll dub- <laughs> just never said it. Get in touch, guys. If you get problems. in touch, any problems? Yeah, if you've got any anonymous problems, the more embarrassing, the better. Anonymous. Any deep, actually, ones that are affecting yeah. you, Stories. relationships. <laughs> Parents, therapy, children. We'll fix it all. If you're a closet pedo. <laughs> trust, you know? us, trust us to help. Because that's what we sound like. People that can really fix you up. Uh, right. What's happening on the group? What would your entrance song be if you were a boxer? That's from Chris Kimber. Oh, that's a good it's question. It have to be the Eye of the Tiger or what's the other one? Um, Getting closer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Keep doing that, yeah. Julian. Yeah, but I suppose that's a, I, it's, that's quite you know Obvious. you're bigging yourself up if you're saying yeah. you're, you're coming to rock right, yourself up when I yeah. walk into the ring. I um I'd come into what did I, I can't remember what I came London into calling when I did the comedians boxing. Oh, you did, didn't you? What was that? I like? quite like Kate Bush at the moment, actually. I came into like some weird Spanish music. Did you? Yeah, because I picked a weird Spanish I picked a Spanish nickname. Did you call um, yourself the Latin sensation? <laughs> the Latin lover. Yeah. Oiled up. Um, I can't remember that. That's not racist, is it? Yeah, it is. Why? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Everything's racist. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, oh, somebody, Alex Kendall asked, who was uh, our favourite teacher, or your favourite teacher, or my, I don't know, or Mr. yours. Mr. Potter. I, I, I would say Mr. Potter was mine. Um, I also I got on very well with a teacher called Mr. Doran. Mr. David Doran. I remember Mr. David, Dunkin' Donut David Doran. We used to call him Dunkin' Donut Doran. And he's the only one I still stay in touch with. Uh, he gets. Yeah, he came to a couple of gigs and he's still messaging me on Twitter now and again, checking out everyone is. He's yeah. always asking about my friend Aiden. Like, it's that weird. Like, he's always like, he'll say, like, how are you doing? Right? And he'll be like, how's Aiden? It's like, <laughs> you ask time, him, mate. <laughs> Aiden, Aiden was uh, probably... Um, uh, my most what's the word enigmatic enigmatic yeah at that age he was so clever yeah but he was also a, a bit of a nutter like he loved a drink he was getting into weird scrapes how is he doing he's great he's, a, he's now a teacher um, he's a headmaster now I think is he a headmaster in the last couple of years he's become a headmaster but he is he, yeah, he was one of the smartest people I've ever known like from a very young age he and was he's just known me mate super clever nice and um, smart so teachers really <laughs> liked him because he was quite he was very charismatic and like but he was also really clever and they respected it, how smart he was so yeah all teachers just fucking loved him man yeah he, I, I remember I remember him being quite charismatic as yeah. a bloke and going and yeah, but also Why something quite unknowable about him <laughs> <laughs> um he once won the year, like the sixth form poetry competition. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he hadn't written anything. We always had to write a poem. We didn't have to. If you wanted to enter. He just stood there looking enigmatic. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking unbelievable, man. We, we all got there. We'd oh, I remember this poem. In English uh, A-level. And um, he hadn't done one. And we were like, mate, have you written one? He goes, nah. And we're like, oh, we'll we just make something up. And he got a bit of paper and he's looked at it and he wrote on wrote, the top, you are a man my son top left of the page pen don't look back in anger top left of the page he wrote the word pretty bottom right of the page he wrote the word bleak rest of the page blank handed it in and won the competition oh, that's deep bro. fucking he was so yeah he was, that's what he was like he just, you know in the title of it was the future oh it was yes yeah. fuck yeah, yin and yang, my man. I remember it in the book, and it got put into the, the sort yeah. of the, the Wimbledon College book of poetry, and he just saw it there, bang. I remember reading girl. that, going, "That's fucking." Touched, I was brother. with him when he wrote it. He fucking yeah. made it up on the spot. What a wanker. Cunt. 
Anyway, um, I don't like him anymore. Don't like this guy. Uh, 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 so, what's yeah. with this? Oh, let's have this one. This is a comedy-related one from Jamie Maserati. Great name. It is a good name. That's isn't a it? proper it's South London name. Ever, it's Jamie been, Maserati. Have you ever been in a Maserati? <laughs> Do you know this is actually uh, so? I used to work with this teacher, and she came from quite a wealthy family. And um, her dad bought her a Merc, right? And the Merc broke, a really lovely Mercedes sports car, and the Merc broke down. And she, so you know you get a like-to-like replacement when you you get a car. And this is in a primary school in East London. She got a Bugatti. Why? (laughs) And then she drove in. So she went a car Yeah, she drove in (laughs) to this primary school in a run-down part of East London with her Bugatti. (laughs) (laughs) Shot him from the road. But this is the best bit. So it was parents' evening that (laughs) night, right? And uh, before and. there was a couple of teachers, right, who grew up in East London, and they were there, like, before parents' evening, like, making the little, like, V-sign symbols, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, sitting yeah. on the Bugatti and that. And one of, like, the uh, the, the school administrators had to come out and go, Mr. Johnson, um... <laughs> you, you, got you, kids, you, parents to talk to. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, sorry, can you just That's take a photo of me on the bonnet? <laughs> it's so funny, though, to imagine that being her, like, you're sitting down with some kid's parents who's like, you're telling them, oh, your kid is just falling behind and you really mug off their kid and they get a bit aggy and you're like, look, you know, I have to deal with them every day. I'm sorry, your kid's just not, uh, you know, pulling their weight. And then they're like, fuck that teacher and they see you drive off in a Bugatti. <laughs> <laughs> just the lights come yeah, That teacher might be right, man. <laughs> Uh, what is it else to say? Uh, so, yeah, he, uh, Jamie says, can you explain how you all deal with bombing at gigs? Francis can take the floor. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think this it, say, it does say in brackets, Julian. <laughs> no, um, the floor is yours, Francesco. <laughs> uh, it says, especially at the beginning of your career, how do you shake them off? There's a second part um, to this question. You have another gig separately. as soon as possible. Yeah. I, it's the um, only way. I just used to just get cunted. <laughs> that was my way. I never drank and did it, so I couldn't afford that luxury. <laughs> it's hard, man. It's hard to shake. It's roof. Like, oh. it that feeling of like a prop. Especially death. in the beginning as well, because it's. Oh. I think it's more painful. I think the worst type of bomb is when you know you do shit and everybody else does well on oh, the line. Oh. I remember, Never happened, I remember getting booed off. I remember getting booed off in Jongler's Sway in Covent Garden. They were a great crowd that night. They, <laughs> they were like the compare had struggled. I'd gone on and got booed off because uh, I'd sort of got a bit annoyed with them because they they weren't listening. I started sort of having a go yeah, and they yeah. got annoyed and booed me off. And I came off and did the you show, leave early? The show manager start? came up to me and was apologetic. She was like, "I'm so sorry that happened. They're just horrible tonight." And everyone was like, she "Honestly," understood. and she was like, "I came off early as well." And she was like, "Don't worry, you know, literally." You could have if the promoters got the hump with you. Well, yeah, you, but she said all that, wanted. and I was like, "Yeah." She goes, "Look, it's unplayable." And then How Crutton went on and smashed it. <laughs> I was like, "Oh god!" Yeah. <laughs> I'll just quickly leave. Yeah, yeah I'm just going to jump off a bridge, mate. Um, but no, I always think allow yourself to be annoyed about it. Because if you don't, if you're not annoyed about it, you're fucking I mental. I bombed a hot yeah. festival once when I was new, and there was 400 people in the tent, and the lights cut out halfway through my set and everyone cheered oh, my I, thought, I thought someone did it on purpose because I was bombing and oh, then they man. come back on and I'm still there Maybe, but oh, as I was leaving god. I was trying to get away I could hear the next stack smashing it yeah oh, like, oh god but then I'm saying that and I've done I've had, I've been that next you got to just go have a cold shower and fucking crack on that's what this job is you know yeah. what I mean you've got to like but following someone who dies that's, that's the dream spot Oh, yeah, yeah. oh man, yeah, I, yeah. I did. That's one. why I try and go on after Francis. <laughs> Have you ever done Norwich Red Card comedy? No. Yes, I Norwich, did it the other day. Norwich Football Club. It's a good yeah. gig. It's a great gig. It's really big. It's in the actual yeah. football stadium, yeah. like, up in a, a conference room, and it's lovely. And I went on there about maybe eighteen months ago, and the middle act. I won't say who it was, but um, they were not the right. Who drove in. you or Francis? <laughs> <laughs> I won't say who they are because they are here. Uh, but no, it's it wasn't uh, my school with them. No, the, the act they booked in the middle was definitely definitely not the right booking for that gig because it's quite a sort of clubby mainstreamy yeah. sort yeah. of vibe and um and they were very alternative and fuck man they properly died <laughs> like 20 minutes of hardcore death and the audience were nice enough they didn't boo yeah. and they didn't shout and they didn't do anything they just sort of kicked back and went like look this ain't for us but 
they're on stage just just let them be and i went on afterwards and the person had left i'm not you know did you the, reference them wait well because basically i won't again i can't remember who was comparing but they'd not really referenced it they came yeah. on after you have to went, if it's a oh, hard give hard, it up hard for so-and-so you know yeah. and then we had an interval and then he went they went on and they did like five minutes before bringing me on and still hadn't mentioned it yeah. and i went on and just I, I just went right guys um i think it does need to be said that yeah. <laughs> and they just cracked up and I just did a few minutes saying breaks like, you the know, tension doesn't yeah, it yeah and I said look I'm not having a go I'm just saying you lot it weren't for you was it you know and mean? then you like, proceed to be even worse yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> then I started doing a wacky crazy thing <laughs> but it wasn't their fault but yeah like, it's the easiest gig I've, uh, you know you can ever have yeah. going after someone's yeah, definitely. Died. I'll tell you my worst story right? I went on okay. once and pretended I was their agent and they died <laughs> 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 when I was 15 gigs in I did a gig right for Murph Control, right? Yes. Which was uh, in a place called uh, in Bournemouth. I can't remember the name of it. It was a nightclub in oh, Bournemouth. I know the. Yeah, I haven't done it, but yeah. I've, I've heard, it's, yeah, heard yeah. it's hard to Right, okay. So 15 gigs in, and this for, for context, it was a nightclub in Bournemouth. It was all stag and hens. Oh. Right, Yuck. and then there was about there was about two hundred odd people in, one hundred and eighty of them were all on stags, oh. and you've got fifteen gigs in, right? So Kev, Kevin Shepherd went on, opened, did well. There was Good a break. Guy. Lovely guy, very nice man. I then came on second. I did my first gig, Not my so first joke. Guy. They didn't really laugh, Ugh. right? I did my, my second joke, and then they all sort of started to boo. Oh, oh hello. Like, hello. <laughs> Two jokes in. <laughs> they've, really made, they've really made their decision. <laughs> and this is the worst bit. Oh, I went, man. please don't boo. Oh, <laughs> oh, bless your heart. Let me say another joke, right? Oh, let me say this God. joke, which was my third best joke. Oh. Right? Okay. And then I said my third joke, and then they paused, and they all looked at me, and as one, they went, yid, 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 no. yid, yid. And what I does got, yid mean again? Jew, Jew, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I got anti-Semitically heckled oh off God. the stage. Yeah, That's brutal. <laughs> yeah. Fuck and this yeah, is no. a worse bit, right? As I walked off stage, right, Terry Alderton came on and closed and did 10 minutes by doing an impersonation of me. Oh. That's out of all And took the roof off. And you know what got the biggest laugh all night? The words, please let me tell you my yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. What was your, op- your opening joke? Uh, I can't even remember now. But it was just, yeah. They just went yid, yid, yid. Fucking yeah. brutal. Are you that Jewish? Is, no, I just look it. Um, that is horrible, oh yeah. isn't it? I yeah. mean, you'd argue that, I mean, they were in the wrong. <laughs> I'm I stick, mean, there's a side for that. There's, a, there's definitely... I'm going to and say they might have been the problem. I can see your side of it. Do you know what I mean? Um, but it, that gig was vile, man. Oh, man. My first death was a Murph control gig. I don't remember where... Fleet. Oh, mate. The first act wasn't doing well and I'd had great gigs up until like gig 12. Oh, really? And um, I was thinking, this is easy. Why don't... When you're dying, why don't you just say something funny? (laughs) (laughs) This this is easy. And I went... And the first act was like struggling. I was like, he should just say something funny. Why aren't he just doing that? (laughs) And I went on and just fucking bombed hard. Oh, man. And I had to to drive all the other acts back home so I had to sit there and wait and all the audience were walking past like saying, oh, man, (laughs) you're right. They were arse. You know, when it's like sympathy it's like yeah, fuck yeah, off yeah, yeah. I, um, I, yeah, my, my worst I, I died my third gig I had two really good ones and exactly that I thought this is so easy yeah. don't get why all these other open spots are shit I didn't even understand what's a death yeah, I mean yeah, why yeah. don't you just and then my third one was just do your jokes proper sank it man oh, and that's what you need but I couldn't f- go work the next day I just you know when you're awake and you're gutted you're yeah, just wide yeah, awake yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 but that's the question basically how do you shake them off what I, next what gig as learn. soon as possible. Next gig, but also what you learn the further you get on with it. They get so they get very very far apart, mm. and when they do happen, there's normally some reason that you then just use as a right. And now, if I've you go through what, that what you with that crowd, now. you can handle it better on stage. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like they don't know you're having a bad gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so, it's yeah. Also you're only sometimes... bombing if you if it's affecting you on stage. Totally. But sometimes it's also calling the crowd out on their shit. Oh, if they're shit, if they're dickheads, yeah. definitely. If they're being heckily dickheads, yeah. but if they're just not laughing, you can't really have a go at them for that. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> you miserable cunts. Um, just quickly, just because we, we need to wrap it up, but the, the second part of Jamie's question was, um, what's your favourite kitchen appliance? It's really chucked a couple of different... Yeah, it's, that's a left field It's got to be the kettle, isn't it? It's got to be. <laughs> do you know what? I think it is a kettle. <laughs> it is, yes. I think I've just... Uh, 
solve that one because you, you don't want to go for anything you don't i mean i've got a bread maker that i love but i mean the nutribullet's good etc but, but the kettle is the one and the kettle is the bad well, one thing oh, we've got the same toaster me and Carl. Yeah. Is that, that's not an appliance i'd oh, say that's, that's more of a utensil yeah you're right it's more for one. protection toaster toaster it's a good one yeah who i was chatting to somebody recently who the fuck now is buying a two a two slice toaster man everyone's got a four slicer yeah <laughs> have you got a two slicer <laughs> I, I, a, I used to have that you live one. In a bed <laughs> I used to have that one when I had a family. Um, <laughs> now I'm on my own. I have got a two slice one. So you yeah. actually found a one slice, <laughs> half slice. <laughs> just just one of, knife, one fork. You have a bit of bread and a bit of light, a lighter underneath. <laughs> <laughs> just put oh. it out on the sun for an hour. <laughs> oh, Tears shit. on toast. Yeah. Right, we're going to wrap up proceedings. I got a stitch there, just at the have end. You? Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. I mean, it's a good sign. We had a right old laugh today. We did. We did. It was um, good, mate. What's, um, what do you, any plugging going on? Uh, Obviously, you've got your podcast. Are you doing any shows, solo shows? Edinburgh. Uh, what are you saying? Well, so we've got a live show on the 1st of March, which is uh, with uh, Titania McGrath. So if you want to come on to see that, that's at the Bill Murray. Comedy Club at 3.30 So you and Constantine are on stage with... You're interviewing her? Yeah, we're interviewing Titania. Oh, cool. So is it scripted? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, It is scripted. Um, Not that you want to tell everyone it's scripted. No. I just... I mean, I think most people know it's a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not a character. That's what I I thought. You're not scripted. You're you're just Francis is a character. Yeah, I'm a character. Uh, You're Judith Gary. Somebody I went to school with. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be cool. We've got a really long backstory. (laughs) (laughs) Penned it up all the way from eight years old. Yeah, Eddie Murphy. You played two. You played exactly. two people on this podcast. I'd like to come and see that. What date is yeah, it? Yeah, buy a ticket. Um, so I won't be doing that. Uh, so that's I will it. buy a ticket. Uh, if you, if you want to follow uh, Trigonometry, it's at TriggerPod on Twitter, social media. If you want to follow me, I'm at, at Failing Human. <laughs> failing it's a good, Human. It's a good Twitter handle. Yeah. Failing Human. Yeah. It's at. Yeah, it is. And we've got just there's a few tickets left for the live show on Sunday. Yeah, Sunday, February at the Vox Festival. Sunday, yeah. yeah. But it's going to be fun. Half past eight p.m. Plenty of people come in. We've got some, we're going to get some snacks. Um, oh, John Hastings is coming along. John so Hastings. Someone us. asked that actually on um, the uh, message. Well, they can hear it now. John yeah. Hastings is going to be joining us. I might see if I can convince someone else to come along as an extra guest. But we only need. They one. asked any recommendations when they're coming to London. What would you say? It's so big to do what? What sites or shows yeah, sites. or? sites in London St. do you know Paul's. what I would say don't rush Tate stress Modern. trying to go to yeah Tate Modern's one of my favourites but like dude just walk Cinema. walk the bridges walk yeah. South Bank walk, walk, South walk around the city of yeah. London go yeah. to the old the new bit. KFC vegan burger is pretty good <laughs> <laughs> you can only get that in London um, no yeah so just um, I would say genuinely walk Get off in like bowl around Soho, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, good to have, yeah, Check definitely out do a Soho mooch. It's yeah, it's a good, it's Moon a good, cent, it's a good city to walk around London. People don't realise that definitely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, come to the live show. I'm doing a solo show at the Vaults Festival later in February. It's on the website and Australia. If you're in Australia, I'm doing the Melbourne Comedy Festival in tomorrow. <laughs> and yes, I'm flying out for one show. Uh, Twenty come, minutes. Come there. to that. Get your tickets. Is that it? That's it. Man. Done all Thanks right, for coming, yeah, Francesco. Yeah, I really enjoyed um, it. And we'll speak to you soon. Bye. God bless. See you later. Take <laughs> Yes. No, no, no.